0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the Guys of Koppenfritz.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Champions League final fracas. Uh, Coffee and fracas if you're not familiar with the show. Um, let's, let's just kick off straight into it, man. It's been a fantastic evening. Um, they had us in the first half, I'm not gonna lie, you know, decent show from Villarreal. But Liverpool have qualified for their third Champions League final in five years, they will play every single possible game there is to play this season. And the chances of silverware and doing some of the most unthinkable stuff you could ever dream about in terms of football fashion is very much on the cards. I'm your host, Chris, and joining me to talk about another fantastic European night in Liverpool's folklore and long history. I've got Yak, Glam and Fahy is on his way. Gentlemen, we're going to Paris. Well, we're not going to Paris because we just saw the tick- We just saw the uh, hotel and uh, flight prices. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, we'll, we'll be staying at home, but,
0: man, tell you that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these,
1: this, these these mighty boys, this this generational team that we are seeing, um, who are performing at the highest possible level week in week out, they are going to. They're going to Paris. They're going to play for the biggest. Comp- they're going to play for the biggest honors in club football. How are you feeling this evening, guys? Because I'm absolutely elated. I'm over the moon, and there's no place I'd rather be right now than recording with you, with my favorite guys.
2: No, that's it. I mean, third Champions League final in the little Klopp era is. I don't think it's actually going to properly hit me until like the evening of the final starts, and it's just going to be like, wow, like we're here again. Yeah, it's um, going to be crazy okay. when it start. I'll yeah. be honest.
0: I, I'm. 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 I'm very happy. I'm very happy. But it's no better feeling than when you actually win. Like I get,
2: yeah.
0: a, I got a migraine slash pounding sort of headache when when there was the last Champions League final. So that that adrenaline is going to be crazy. Like I can't even go work that day. But I'm I'm happy we got through. Um, that's all I can say. I'm happy that we got through.
2: Yeah, it's been Uh-oh. it's 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 yeah, oh, buzzing. I am buzzing.
1: Another final. It's. It's something else, man. I mean, there's there's this just something about this competition that just 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 that just does it to you. I mean, you know what I mean? It's the, the electricity, the prestige. It's something yeah. that we've we've all got. Uh, you know, this is something that uh, you know when we do footballs and me and and, and shows like that. One of the big things that always pops up is the Champions League and being able to watch yeah. the Champions League on terrestrial TV, watching all those fam- famous European nights, not even Liverpool-related Liverpool nights, Whether would be those, those famous Real Madrid teams, the Barcelona teams, yeah. um, the Bayern Munich teams of, of years gone past, and even the Cinderella stories, you know, you La Carruñas, the, the bayern Leverkusen, the Monacos, etc. There's something about this competition that just makes it feel so much different from all the rest. And, man... The prospect of being able to lift that trophy able to lift that trophy for the seventh time in the club's history is what spurs them all on. Because you look at how it just affects players like Luis Diaz, Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, Virgil Van Dijk, Every single person on that team, no matter you know what the contribution is, they're all hungry for it and they all want it. And man, I'm just oh god, I'm just I'm just I'm just so so happy. So happy. More than you believe. More than you
0: believe.
1: <laughs> <I'm> happy <laughs> all right, Chris, happy New you.
0: Year. We because we've been we've been here so many times, and regardless of what era it is, it could be. A, I mean, uh, domestically we 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 could not we might not be doing so well, but when it's this competition, we are always the, one of the giants, always one of the giants in this competition. So um, and it's good that we're continuing where we're we're actually improving and domestically, but we're still. One of the giants in um, Champions League football is is a blessing. And I want to win. I want to win as what ten. I want to win a tenth time. When we, win, when we clock it a tenth time, I don't think anyone will overrule us for a long while.
2: Yeah, I think there's just it's just something like it's just a match made in heaven for like the fact our club. Just we love the drama. We love the comebacks. We love the 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 first half shambles, second half like legendary performance and and that is just the Champions League in a nutshell. And yeah, it's it just feels right. It feels it feels like it's meant to be, especially this season.
1: I was I was lucky enough and, and really privileged to um to go to the game last week downfield against against Villarreal. Again, massive yeah. shout out to Nike for, for hooking us up with the tickets for that massive good <laughs> season. Good Honestly, seats. thank you so much because um yeah that was um yeah, that was that was absolutely fantastic. It was even worth the four hours it took me to get back home because of the roadworks. But um, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and you could just tell. I mean, any time you get to watch this team live in the flesh, it's a privilege. But being able to watch them in you know Champions League semi final and to yeah. turn it on like they did, and just the atmosphere, the ground, everything just feels different when it comes to Liverpool in this in, in this competition. And man, um, I'm, I'm I'm buzzing, I'm elated, and I cannot wait for the final uh, in a few weeks time uh, oh. but first of, first and foremost we've got we've got another we've got a, another final we've got another piece of business we've got two pieces of business before we even get into that <laughs> which is absolutely which is absolutely staggering I mean to be still fighting on all fronts uh, at this point in the season is just oh man it's yeah. oh it's it's just great you know I, I'm gonna say it's hard to put it into words but considering we're on you know a word based format it'd be really <laughs> shitty of me to actually say <laughs> that um just realised I've not plugged the Patreon page um and, honestly, guys, seriously, you, you know I, I you know I joke about when we do, when I talk about the Patreon page, page saying that, you know, you know, Ellis is going to come to your house and make you subscribe to the Patreon page, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's no better time. There is honestly no better time to be a Patreon subscriber to Copy and Fracast than it is right now. Fighting on all fronts. We're recording content on all fronts. I mean, myself and Peter did a quick reaction show to Klopp's new contract last week, which we've not spoken on the pod um, as of yet, and Honestly, we're getting to that point in the season. You know, there's going to be live content coming from all the finals because we've got you know, a little hookup there too. So, honestly, yeah. it's the best time to be a Carpetfraggers patron and all from the low, low price of three great British pounds sterling a month. 300 pence that you might have in a piggy bank somewhere in a jar somewhere. So, yeah, honestly, best time to be a fracas patron. Head over to... The patron today, that is www.patreon.com forward slash copy and subscribe. Let's get stuck into it, man. Um, Break it down. Um, let's talk about that first half, yeah. first and foremost, because, well, poor Jesus. Um, it, the worst possible start out of all the worst possible starts um, occurred. The one thing I said to my dad is before we started watching the game was, you know, if we get through this kind of first five minutes, It'll be good. And then they scored within the first five minutes and I'm there sitting <laughs> there thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be, it's going to be one of them ones, is it? And then, and then they scored the second one and their ground, I mean, it's, like, it's a tiny, tiny town of like what, 55,000 people, half of them, you know, more than half of them were in the stadium and it was absolutely electric. The atmosphere was absolutely fantastic. So when we got to two um, Yak, yeah, I'll come to you first. What What were your override emotions at that point? Because I was just sitting there, my head was frazzled. I couldn't get over what I was seeing on that pitch because I've not seen them play that poorly since probably the Europa League final.
2: That was serious, like, non flashbacks meme. Like, I was just like, oh my God, I remember what <laughs> it is to be not to be this good. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, I think there was something deep down inside of all of us that, knew that we would we, we we'd find a way and we'd get through it's too all an aggregate but yeah it is just that sort of flashback to like oh my god like I remember when we were actually beatable by any team not called City and yeah it's but that's that's part of the the roller coaster ride and that's part of what's made the last five six years so like amazing is that it's I mean even you look at the start of the Champions League group stage that came against Milan and it's just like I'd, yeah, I hate hate it. Whilst I'm in it, I couldn't think of anything worse in the world. But it, it always ends up all right. And yeah, it's yeah. There it, it was I was I was shocked to be honest because I, I didn't think that they had sort of that half of football in them, Villarreal. But yeah, it was. I, I was very um not. I, uh, yeah, uh, i was kind of optimistic but uh, at the same time it was very much like oh my god we could actually get knocked out tonight and i was really not <laughs> expecting that to happen but you know we uh, done it, it was yet. um
1: it, yeah it was it was the least possible outcome that you could probably think of i mean it was it, they weren't going to play as badly as they did last week they were never going to set up as as they did last week um but I think the overarching, overarching thing to take away from it was that, you know, as soon as Liverpool got that shit together, it wasn't even a contest really. That second half, we mm. were just so above and beyond. It was it was a bit of a joke. Glam, um, I'll, I'll come to you before um, we, yeah. we come to Hollywood Hogan, um, who, who made a, made a <laughs> late appearance to the building. Um, I, I know you were massively frustrated in that first half. Talk to me about the overriding emotions because, you know, the highest yeah. possible stakes and they're playing like actual shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, you know, I, I think what it was, obviously I, the, the start that they had, it weren't nice, but I did expect them to come out of the traps. What what more frustrated me was our performance, our passing, our link up, our pressing, our hold up. It was pretty much our defensive display. It was pretty much frustrating me in that sense. Obviously, I, I'll speak to some of you guys in the group and I'll say, this: it's not panic, this is expected. But I did expect us to then come into the game rather than the second half, more around the f- 25, 30 minutes or so. But we didn't. And that's when I was getting agitated. And I said, OK, we're one nil down. Just score go another goal. I'm going to get pissed off. Then just for <laughs> half time, they score a freaking goal. And that's when I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then obviously my phone's going off. Every group with different supporters, you can imagine, all of a sudden I wake. When Liverpool were winning, no-one's awake. These groups are like crickets. As soon as that goal went in now, the phone started going off. Everyone's getting excited. Oh, yeah, it might be done. And I said, no, we need some changes. We need some changes, you know. Um, And obviously, second half started. And yeah, obviously, we'll get onto that. But yeah, no, emotions were... I was calm, but at the same time, I was agitated. I'll be honest, I was agitated.
1: Yeah, no, um, it was... It was a sticky affair in that kind of first, the first 35 minutes, I thought as well. I mean, which completely diabolical. No one could string two passes together. Everyone's first touch was looking quite heavy. And I mean, again, the, the, the goals were just, just, oh. they, were, they were so poor to concede. But, you know, before we do kind of get stuck into them, uh, the, the, the main man himself is here. Let me quickly kick up his intro music. <laughs>
3: My brother, oh man, (laughs) amazing intro! Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, you know, I had to, you know, you know, you know, When 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 the big boss is on the pod, you gotta do it properly, man. Man, man, they say I come for Hollywood
3: appearances, man. They come, they say I come in for Hollywood appearances, so here I am again. (laughs) How am I feeling? What's going on, mate? What's going on, brothers? How am I feeling, lads? I'm like Chris saw how rattled I was after the first half. I sent I sent him a few messages of how I was feeling. And I was just, yeah, I I was rattled, beyond rattled. And I think what it was, it wasn't more that I was shaken up by the fact that we may actually be knocked out because I was still quite confident that we'd be fine. It was just the performance that I saw in the first half, man. It was so bad. Like, you couldn't even give them the benefit of the doubt. They were just terrible in every, like, in any sense of any type of description you could have given any of those players on that pitch in the first half, it was just shocking. Like, I couldn't believe what I was watching, man. And like, <laughs> Yak asked a question um, early, I think early this morning. And he was like, oh, what do you think in terms of score prediction? And I was like, it's really hard to kind of predict because the Villarreal we saw last week, you can't really ever assume that they're going to do anything because that performance was so bad last week. And it's like, what we saw today was the polar opposite of what we saw last week, man. It was it was crazy. They had one guy on one leg. The bloke literally had one working leg and he was running our defenders ragged.
1: The way they it, said he crawled onto the pitch at time was... <laughs> they were making him sound like Zach
3: Gowan. Remember <laughs> Zach Gowan, the peg leg wrestler? They were yeah. making him sound like he had one working leg and he was on the pitch causing issues it was so disgusting like i i don't i'm sure glam is going to get onto it yeah but some of the defending not just trent but robo ro- some of the things he was doing in the first half i couldn't believe it man and then when we get into the midfield boy i know we're going to get into it chris but yeah i just had to kind of give that quick two minute um thought on like what i saw in that first half because i couldn't believe it
1: Let's 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 get onto that defence because that first half was abominable. But 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 I've just seen from um from what a club's comments. He said he asked Peter Kravitz to find one situation to show on the videos of the players in the dressing room at half time where we what well, we did it the way we, he wanted to. Peter came back and said I couldn't find one. So that tells you about the plan of how it was how poorly it was executed for that first half um, and how abject it was. Um, Graham, I'll come to you. Um, the defence for the first half. Um, what the fuck was going on, and especially with with all the fallbacks? Because it was just it was just complete pandemonium.
0: Yeah, it's it, it was it wasn't good. To, I'll be honest, you. I wanted to, I wanted Trent and Robbo subbed at halftime. I, I, I'll be honest, Fair. I think I thought um, they were horrific. Um, I think Robertson was. You know, I mean, coming back off such a good form as well with that Robertson's back and everything. And don't get me wrong, he has, he doesn't need a rest, but the, the, the errors that he was doing, I know the positioning was just awful. And to be fair, I think that left it, including the midfield, it left Van Dyke and konate exposed. I couldn't even, even though uh, the, for the goal, Van Dyke obviously was kind of ball watching, I think it was too exposed. And I think our fullbacks were, um, our fullbacks and our centre mid were to blame for that. I think Thiago's passing was wayward. He's probably our best passer. Terrific. But, yeah, um I didn't realize Fabinho was actually playing, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know he was playing. Um and, and Labby was just trying stupid stuff. Um so yeah, it, it was a combination of our fullbacks and our centre mids, did let us down in terms of defense, and they were just on it. They were just right, Kapue was balling. Like Kapue was on right wing doing drag backs, Christ. Like
3: bro? <laughs> we had Kapue Cochlin and a man on one leg running our defense, <laughs> Ragged.
0: Mate, mate, no, they should have been embarrassed by this. Uh, song, but, but way, yeah, nah, the way was, Kapui was, was
1: able to get space to put that cross in for, uh, for Kakayan, yeah. yes. he was
3: yeah. he was blitzing man about. He was just pushing <laughs> man about like they have no business defending against him. It was fucking Kapui. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to think that two DMs that couldn't make it in the prem oh were, were doing wing play against two of the best four. You know what's what again,
3: yak. Remember last week we were laughing at the fact they've got two DMs on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: They heard us, mate. They heard us oh and they were like, God. Oh, okay, okay. Oh mad. Honestly, it was
1: it was it was abominable stuff. Honestly, it was the most nasty stuff I've ever seen from a football team in the highest of stakes. It's like, the only possible reason I can think of is they all had COVID for the first half.
3: Fam, it literally reminded me, you know Villa first half, the 7-2? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Just just the you way they just
0: completely. I didn't get that bad. They didn't get that bad for me. Bruv, it, it was, was shocking. I, I was like, that what Villa, the fuck are these men doing? Off, man. That Villa that, first half was, was a nightmare.
2: I've, no. have, I've got to say, though, like as, as a general team performance, that's got to be up there as one of the worst halves I've seen under Klopp, yeah. full yeah. stop, and that's crazy. Yeah.
3: The fact that we've come away with a victory is
1: so mad to me. I cannot believe we've actually won this game.
2: Only Liverpool. I
1: know. At Villarreal
2: as well. At Villa I'm, trying,
1: I'm trying to think who who was who was worst in that game. Was it us in the first half or the keeper for the duration of the ninety? Oh
0: my god. <laughs> that, <guy, laughs> that guy was awesome, yeah. one. massive yeah, amazing yeah. He's he's, he's, a, he's a funny one. Well he's a typical Spanish keeper in that sense. Some of them are a bit erratic, but he he's an even never version, man. I don't know. It's like he wants to play centre half. Like, I don't know if, if him and Emory have a discussion, but he's like he wants to play center half. I don't, I don't understand some of his decisions. That Marne goal... <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you know it's what?
2: Only, only a I don't want to generalize here, but only a Latino keeper could make all of those mistakes and then make that save with his leg. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no yeah, one yeah. else can do that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's ridiculous. But yeah, no, that game was helping out with Fabinho's goal. But yeah, no, it was poor. It was a poor performance in the first half, as you said. Um, yeah, shocking, shocking. Probably one of the worst. One of the worst.
1: It truly was one of the worst performances I think we've uh, we've, <laughs> we've seen for a long time. Cultivating the fact that uh, at half time we, pr- we produced an XG of 0.06, um, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. And we ended the game with a 1.83. So <laughs> to say there was a marginal improvement would have been an understatement. Oh God, I
0: didn't even realize that. Not point, not, uh, do you know how bad
2: that is? The only shot I can remember was the Thiago one. Which, hit, which, to be fair, was a nice little shot, but...
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, was offside, though, was not it?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that was... Was that the one where they called a foul yeah, but... on Naby on Parejo? Yeah, I think,
0: yeah, you got offside or off free kick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, 0.06, OK. Half it was the...
1: not good. <laughs> Half to forget, man. We'll stick it on the midfield in a bit, but... Um, I think throughout the course of the night, obviously... Marne, when he floats into the middle, he, he, he's absolutely—he's ridiculous. Uh, the, the, the contrast in his, his first half or his second half was great. I thought Salah was good throughout the contest. Jota, man, I—I don't
3: know. <laughs> yo, yo, I just—I I don't even know what to say about what. I, again, again, he—he he was bad, but they were all pretty fucking. They bad. They were all yeah. bad. Yeah, they
2: were. They were what, all fucking bad. Do you know what's so crazy is like? Throughout the season, we're all sort of thinking, like, is is Jota taking like the Bobby position now? Is is he? I remember us having a discussion about him being the nine for the future. And within the same year, you look at the difference Mm -hmm. with like that Diaz, Mane, Salah front three, and you think, like, I wouldn't want another front three to start. Like, it's crazy. Like, that's how good that front three is together. Like, it just works.
3: But another thing to say, Yak, on top of that, is the way. Mane looks up front compared to the way Mane looks in the left wing of like chalk and cheese right now.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. And like you saw in the first half, Mane looked like he was struggling. Like he wasn't, he wasn't able to kind of keep up with the game on the left-hand side. No, Foucault had him. Exactly. But the, he's just, listen, he's getting older, right? It's, it's, it's the it's the tail end of the season. He's obviously going to be kind of gassing a little bit more. So he's, he's struggling a bit more. Diaz obviously has that energy. Um, and it just makes so much, so much of a difference. Diaz being on the left and Mane moving central, because Mane can handle the physical aspects of the game, but he can't handle physical and pace on the left hand side. Like he, he's struggling to track back and do the attacking job on the left hand side. That is clear as day, and I, I've noticed that twice now. There's two games where he started on the left hand side, and he just doesn't look as good. And again, it's not a hot take, and I'm not saying that yeah we should just move into centre forward moving forward, but it's just something to kind of look at and be like. Oof. Maybe, maybe Mane on the left hand side may not work moving forward because he's not looked good recently on the left.
1: I, well, think, complete. I think that's a completely fair point to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so. And, yeah, i bring, bring you on the conversation now as well. Um, the, the big thing, obviously, when when Diaz came on and I was saying, saying kind of like uh, throughout the first half, the one thing that Diaz does is you can stretch the pitch and you have a reliable out every single time because he's that good in kind of taking it with a close control and bringing everyone else into play. He surely has to start from everywhere else now. And obviously allowing Mane to play up front where he can kind of use more of his physical attributes. Like, like Fahy said, he's not going to be the quickest at this moment, but he's still got those really good physical attributes that suit a number nine to a T.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it is very much like that first Sadio Bobby Salah season, where like no matter how good someone like a or Sturridge could have played, there's there's just a difference like that. That front three just picks itself, and and in every big game for the rest of the season, I expect I expect that to be the case because like you, you, back in the day, it, well, especially now because he's getting on, but you, you wouldn't if you put Bobby on the left. He'd be so much less effective. Um, and then having that sort of that equivalent of the sort of energy that Marne brought when he first signed in Diaz. And yeah, it just uh, it brings the balance back to the front three, which we don't necessarily have with Jota. And I don't I don't want to like turn it into a slagging match on Jota because like brilliant player, done a lot for us this season. But yeah, the 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 balance of having Marne where he can sort of use his old old man attributes now rather than his his young man legs and then diaz who has the legs for days like before he said energy like that guy epitomizes energy like you look in the dictionary and it'll be a picture of that'll be that picture of luis diaz at the end of the game like he's yeah it, 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 it's it's nice to see that balance back in the front three where you're not sort of thinking ah build up plays a bit now. F- we're sort of relying on maybe a cross and Jota to get a poacher's goal. It's it's nice to have that sort of front three where I feel like we can beat any team with that front three. Yeah. Any team.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I do, I do think it's a bit harsh on Jota. I must say. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think today um, he 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 for some reason he couldn't beat Abby off a pace where well, he did, but his touch was off. I just think this the, the today's game. Was it a game I could say, yeah, it was for Jota, I'll be honest with you, because they were aggressive. Um, You know, they were were see first to every challenge. They were going to be on your heels. You didn't have no time. I just think the front three of Mane, Diaz and Salah um, is probably our best front three. I don't think Marnie was particularly good today. I think he was all right, got his goal. Um, You know, I don't think Salah was good today either. I think he was all right um, at best. So, in, in hindsight, I think Jota wasn't Good, but today's game I wouldn't I would say is a bit harsh in terms of how Villare was because we didn't have much of the ball. We didn't have much of the ball. Passing was off. You gotta think the service to Jota today was, was embarrassing. So he, he he can lean on that sort side of things. But I do agree our best front three is um, Diaz on the left, uh through the middle and Salah, no doubt about it.
2: But yeah, Jota's yeah, still the
0: man. Bagsman, bagsman.
2: Yeah, hundred percent because but Diaz coming on, like Chris said, the the way he stretches the pitch, that yeah. gives our midfield and our fullback pairing so much more time and space to actually work the game and do what they want and play it back across the defence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because the Villarreal team always have to sort of have their eye on their shoulder for for Diaz because he's he's scared the life out of them as soon as he come on, and yeah, ha- having that aspect of someone that can just take the ball, just go towards that corner of the pitch and just not lose the ball. Like, he he has that sort of... He's not like Suarez in many ways at all, but he has that thing where it doesn't matter where his The defender can have the advantage in terms of body position. The ball's sticking to Diaz's foot, nevertheless. And, yeah, it must be so nice for the midfield to know that they can just ping the ball out to him and the whole team can just push up and they don't have to worry about losing the ball straight away. Which, as far he alluded to, Mane sort of got into the habit of that when he plays on the left, has a bit of a baggy touch sometimes, and yeah, and and when when you're playing on the left wing, you you almost need to have good hold up play, which you, you wouldn't necessarily um, attribute to a left winger, but in our system, that that like Salah's hold up play is one of his most underrated aspects. The fact that he mm. can keep the ball, wait yeah. for Trent, wait for Hendo, Probably. and then all of a sudden we've got him pinned, yeah. And that's what we did in the second half so well. I'll ask a general question kind of to all of you, really, but
1: but, but an open question. But do you think a lot of this kind of comes down to the fact that uh, from when I look at it, the link of play between Mana and Jota is pretty poor?
2: As a pairing, yeah. Yeah, 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 agreed. It's poor, not pretty, it's poor. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's some
3: ugly football, man. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, I've still got a headache from that first half, man.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. Oh. I'm lagging now. That that first half is gonna it's, it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, they need to get that first half out of their head completely. And I'm sitting there thinking, no, no, they don't. But how? How do they do that? <laughs> you know, like you know, like when you go into
3: the dressing room at half time and you've performed like that and you've literally given away your two-goal advantage, and you've not you've not done anything good in that first half. How do you? How do you? You can't wipe that away. You have to use that as fuel to kind yeah. of motivate you and be like, "Look, we were so fucking shit in that half. Second yeah. half has to be a completely different game." And thankfully, obviously, I know we're going to get onto it. It was a completely different game. Second half.
2: Yeah. It yeah was... it... Go on. Yeah. Now go, go on, I was going to say it just it does it it speaks to the the the, the team and. The fact that you know the coaches would have been onto him, and like that Klopp comment about Kravitz with the the video, uh, you know that was mentioned. And they say like obviously that the certain players would have been taken to the side to look at footage and stuff like that. And I'm sure they'd have been quite upfront about it and said, "Look, boys, like uh, got nothing to show you, mate, because like uh, you, you're going to have to dig deep and remember how you've performed before, because there's nothing to take out of that first half." And I, th- I think obviously the Diaz change is a big part of that as we'll get on to. But yeah, it, 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 almost, it does speak to our mentality again that like no matter how bad we play in a half, the next half that we play of football is always going to be different. And that's, that's, that's a big quality to have.
1: You know when I was like those, those mornings at work, but, but they're just like so terrible. You know, the rest of the day just can only get better. It, yeah, 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 yeah. it kind of felt like that, so the, the the only way was up was simply just by default. Um, let's just try the second half, but we'll, we'll test on the second half after these commercial advertisements. And we're back. Thank you to whoever Blue Wire uh, placed in there for the ads. Uh, we appreciate your support. Um, yeah, second half, uh, like we said, it, it, it could only get better. Um, Literally, as soon as they the ball off of the second half, um, it was a markedable improvement from, from what we saw in that colossally shit show of the first half. What do you guys think the adjustments were that were just made? Yeah, if any, in general. Uh obviously we talked about Diaz coming on, but what do you think did the guys did anything kind of differently to the approach that they had in the first half? I
2: think I think our um obviously the most obvious one is that the front three clicked and therefore affords everybody else on the team time on the ball etc 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 but I I feel like our and and this might be to be honest more to do with how Villarreal come out in the second half but I felt like our back four was a lot quicker to push up and we 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 didn't pin them at all in the first half and as soon as the second half kicked off you could tell that they were reminded that that's kind of how we play so go and fucking pin them back and we did it straight off the bat and then everybody gets into the game, and I know everyone played so hilariously bad in the first half. So it's impossible not to be better. But every yeah. single player played better straight away, and you could see it. You could see it from as as soon as Thiago, Fabinho, and Naby got on the ball, it was like there. It was like it was a week apart the two halves. Like the the composure was just all of a sudden there, um, and yeah, it, I I I can't. I genuinely think. I know this is a cheap analysis, but I genuinely think that the, the Diaz change, him getting on the ball straight away, winning the ball back, pressing, I think that was probably the biggest wake-up call. And it just clicks everyone back into the, into, into the way that we usually play. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I do agree with but um, yeah. Also, I think as well, I was saying obviously in the first half that the way the intensity that Avila are playing and most of their guys are what, approaching 30 or 30 odd, not that it's old, but in football terms, obviously, with fitness wise, it does get, it's going to catch it up with you. I just think they tired. Mm. Um, and it's, it's not, it doesn't expect obviously us coming back out better, but I think at some point they was going to tire. And I think, yes, Diaz changed, gave us more balance. Fabinho come more into the game. Thiago's passing got better. Naby got a bit better because I'll be honest, you. Know, hats off the clock, because i I was, I was thinking about five changes. Um,
1: probably, probably, Fred, probably, I would I wanted yeah. Naby off like a 50 yeah, how, today. how did he? How,
3: the, you know what? The patience that man had to it's bring ridiculous. those three out yeah. again in the second half
0: <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, no, Yeah, oh. I did understand that when I saw one change, I was like, Nah, this man. This man. This man. But Who's I have the 10, man. Obviously, he must come. Because I think Klopp's... With Klopp, I think... Even single these press conferences and these, um pre-match and stuff, he was just like, yeah. Even with v- v- um, Emery saying, oh, yeah, you're going to suffer. And I was about to, to say, well, in the long term as well, we're a good team. Such a-. He's like, yeah, we will suffer. Yeah, we will suffer. And But that's too much suffering for me. That's too much suffering for me anyway. And I'm sure you guys as well. But mm-hmm. the fact they come out, he knew what change he made and he kept on the rest of the squad. All of them could have got subbed. And he didn't make no changes. I think you got to give credit to him because it obviously worked and he looks like a genius, do
2: Yeah, 100%. I think it shows as well that the Klopp trusts the quality in the team a lot more than, say, in previous seasons. Um, that he's like, actually, no, I think if I just make a little tweak... I know that these guys will just get themselves into the game because they're that good. Um, So yeah, yeah, I think like Glam said, like it's <laughs> I, I could have made if I was a manager, I'd have made five changes at thirty-five minutes, <laughs> and this is exactly why I'm only level one on my coaching badge. Is no, <laughs> it, it, that is it though? Like he he obviously sees the the quality in the team throughout the week. He obviously came with a game plan and he he is almost braver to sort of stick with it than it is to sort of change hand and sort of go, do you know what? I'm just going to throw the kitchen sink at it. And yeah, hats hats off to him. Yeah. Because if he did take a Naby or Thiago off, even Fabinho, you, you do risk that, I know he took short off, but you do risk that sort of confidence hit because it's such a big game. You yeah. almost need to hold them in the fire because if you if you take them out, then we all know what happens in it. Everybody will just get onto them. And then every game they play for the rest of the season, it's going to be like, oh, we can't trust him, rah, rah, rah. Thiago isn't the man for big games. Nabi can't hack it. Fabinho, yes. oh, is he that good? And everything like that. So, yeah, I think he he almost supported the players and said like, come on, you trust me, I'll trust you. You go yeah. earn that trust sort of thing. Yeah 90%, yeah, 90% of managers make
0: substitutions more than one. I'm telling you, 90% make yeah. like more than one changes after that display.
2: Yeah, um, Pep would have, Mourinho would have. Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't begrudge them for doing so either. No. <laughs> Legit, it was that bad. Yeah, it, honestly, if we if we had ten subs available, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I would not have moaned if we made ten subs at time. It's one of those ones where you kind of like wish had basketball substitutions just to kind of like flog them all
1: off for ten minutes and just yeah, kind of like, yeah, like yeah. just give, yeah, give that them absolutely. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you could have took any one of them off and it would have yeah. been justified. Yeah. A bet, maybe bar the keeper. And that was it. Um,
2: I bet. Um, yeah. I bet Hendo was a bit annoyed though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he thought he would come. I, I thought he was
1: gonna come straight at halftime. But like you, know, like, like, like you guys said, I think it was the right decision to actually leave beyond because he played himself into the game. Um, but again, kind of like we talked about, kind of Jota coming off was the right decision. Just simply how they were kind of taking that man market approach and being a bit more physical to the game and having him be able to stretch stretch the field a bit more was 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 so key and. Yeah. I mean one of the other people who came alive in the second half was 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 fab um yeah second half he was so so strong and obviously he scored the big goals to change the game so what were you guys to think of his performance in the second half because it was back to being very much no nonsense fab um and he was completely switched on and helped us change the game
3: I mean it just looked like he actually came on the pitch this time so yeah. <laughs> like, first half everything went well, through. Him. Facts. like legit like le- everything went through the guy pause um second half com- completely different story um and you know what for that goal i'm guessing we will all think of the same thing when he didn't put the cross in first time yeah yeah we yeah. we thought he messed it up right because i straight away yeah. I was thinking, oh he's fucked it up yeah. and and then thankfully I- i'm guessing he was trying to go to the keepers near post um but he didn't execute it correctly, but it went through the keeper's legs instead. And, and it and it worked out. But yeah, at first I thought well, he completely messed up that um that that chance on the right hand side. But yeah, thankfully the keeper just wasn't on anything and it just went through his legs.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think um, yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. He could have he could have second half, he could have had one touch and sprayed the ball across the field, that would have been better than his first. It weren't much to take for him to have a better second half. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, but the fact that he, he he got the goal that we needed, yeah, I loved him again because I was pissed off with him. I can't lie, he was he was anonymous, um, but yeah, now nah, second half obviously come back into the game. And Fabinho's Fabinho's one of our go to guys, and he? he's one of our spine. So in in situations like that, you look to him, and because we know the quality that he's got, and I just think he needs to obviously we right off the first half that goal made up for anything that he'd done better. And obviously that then put the catalyst for us to move on because we needed that goal. We needed that goal bad and it was, it was a good time that he scored that goal as well. Because I think one more goal from Villarreal and yeah, I think uh, um, I would have panicked, can't lie, even more.
1: Yeah, I think we, I think we all would have if it would have been one more goal for Villarreal that, you know, like we said, they had a guy who was basically crawling on the pitch um, and... And yeah, it, it was just it just it just was not fun. Uh fun fun fact though, uh Tiago is one win away from becoming the second player to win the, the UEFA Champions League with three different clubs. Uh who is the other player to do so?
2: Seydorf. That was ridiculously quick. Um he's one of my favourites, Seydorf.
1: Yeah, he's one of mine as well. What a player. Um yeah, I'm, 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 he, you knew as soon as we scored the first the first goal, um, to kind of bring us back in the game, it would be completely out of reach. The mentality switch is the one thing I'm really interested in for the second half as they kind of just kind of get that breathing room with the goal. And it's the uncanny ability to take over games when we're in that Mm. position. Is Fahi, I'll kind of come to you on that one. Just As we're kind of unable to quantify what the fuck happened in that first half, (laughs) do you think just kind of that mentality switch is the thing they need to focus on within the first 10, 15 minutes of games, especially now that we're in such a It's not even crunch time, is it? It is literally the the very tail end, the arse end of the season. Uh, But by mentality switch, what do you mean? In the sense of that they
3: they need to have that switch ready to go straight away? Or do you mean in the sense of when something goes wrong, it needs to switch?
1: Having to go straight away, because I always think, I'd be interested to see if you guys feel the same way, the first 10 to 15 minutes, dependent on the circumstance, we always use that out to feel out opponents. Yeah, We kind of don't go for the kill and we don't, you know, not, uh, well, yeah, I guess we don't assert dominance from the very start of the game just to say, we're putting this to bed and we're going to use the remainder of the game to kind of conserve the energy. Do you think that that's something they need to kind of do for a mentality switch, especially now when we're kind of within that, you know, golden period of the season?
3: Yeah, uh, uh, you, you're right. But I, I think they, they that's what Klopp actually wants anyway. I, I just, you know what it is. I think this game, if I'm really keeping it true, there's a few things that came into play here. Number one, the the pitch didn't help. Okay. It wasn't completely waterlogged, but I don't, I don't think it it helped in the sense of the ball was skidding around way too much. So when they were trying their floating balls um, behind the defence and stuff, it was just going out of play. The, The forwards couldn't reach it or anything. The passes weren't making sense. Nothing worked right. The second thing was, Because that stadium, that pitch in general is quite small. The way we try and play football and the way we were trying to play football in that first half was just never going to work. Again, especially with the weather conditions and stuff, right? And weather conditions and stuff, right? So when you're talking about like mentality stuff and and kind of being a certain way, I don't think that was the issue today. I, I just feel as if the game plan was completely wrong in that first half. Because what I've noticed in the past, all right, take Newcastle aside, because I think that was just a Leicester's hope we can kind of grab a goal and defend for our lives. But take Newcastle aside. I feel as if we've actually tried to do that, where we've, we've tried to just go and blitz teams in the first half or like the first 30 minutes and then sit back for a bit. Um, so I don't think it's a bit of a problem. What I would say, though, is the reality check was needed. And one thing I think you guys can all agree on is whenever there's a reality check for these players, they do react straight away. It's not a thing of it keeps on lingering on for a while. It's just that one reality check happens and they're like, shit, we fucked up. We need to fix it. And then they fix yeah. it. And that's what we need to commend them for. Yeah,
2: I oh, 100% agree with that. I think I think it was, we we, we do Um, we learn from our performances very quickly and like most teams may learn in between games but we we do have a habit of learning during a game and then we we can turn it around get that goal back and all of a sudden we're just all of a sudden you just can't see us losing um and I think yeah I think that's a big part of our game and I think it's the amount of games that off the top of my head, I can only think of a few, but if, if we actually look back during the last five, six years, the amount of games where we have sort of needed to, to sort of kick ourselves up the arse during the game and we have is like, I guarantee it's happened to us a lot more than most other teams. And I think that that is the the, the main sort of aesthetic difference between us and City is that we, we almost like, Need the setback in a way, and and as soon as we get that, there's no looking back. um And so, so yeah, I've, yeah. I, it's very emotionally tiring, but I absolutely love that about our team. You know, if if we have a slow start, like you, you can put money that the second half will be completely different.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's I think that's completely fair. It's it's that in game ability to kind of have the problem solver that they do, and just knowing the stakes that they're the being raised. In all in all fairness, but um, yeah, no, I mean considering how poor the first half was, I'm you know I'm not, not only because I'm super proud of them for turning it around in the second half. You know they, they did the job that they were supposed to in the first half and the second half in terms of putting it completely out of reach um, and just uh, uh, eviscerating any form of hope that Villarreal had. Um, but yeah, man. Anything else that you guys kind of want to pick up on in in, in regards to the game that you, that you thought was was, was kind of interesting?
2: I, Not I, the game. Go, go on, yet? Yeah. I was gonna say. I just. <laughs> I really don't want to say this. I mean, you obviously all know my reasons. But do you know what? That that first, especially the first like five minutes. Because to, to me, I don't think Naby was like particularly worse than Fabinho <laughs> or Thiago in that first half. But he set the tone because he had the first few bad passes. Yeah. Do you know what? It really reminded me of. You 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 know that that famous clip that other fans share the the Hendo Croatia performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was I was watching it and I was like, no, no, like please no. <laughs> and then he just booted <laughs> it up the pitch. Oh my god, no! There was you no know, one you, there. You know what?
3: You know what though? You've seen two sides of Naby when when the going gets tough, right? You've got the one where he starts hiding and like yep. he pretends as if he's doing something, but he's not actually doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Or you had this one. He's actually trying to do something, but nothing is coming off. So yeah. I'd rather have this one where he's actually trying to do something, um, because for, for for Fabinho in comparison, he was actually doing nothing. So and he's going to get away with it. Like no one's going to talk about Fabinho's bad performance. They're going to talk no. about Thiago and Catar because you saw them on the ball and they were just messing up. But Fabinho actually did fuck all in that first half.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought at least Naby and Thiago were. Tactically okay, they were in the right positions. They were getting in good positions to cover and stop passing routes and make tackles. But yeah, on the ball, it was. I I mean, Naby's had a couple of games like that, but I don't think I've ever seen Naby and Thiago either of them have a performance like that for Liverpool. Yeah, I
0: agree. I I think one thing I would have said, I, I was, I know, obviously the weekend, the other game, but. I was surprised that Matic didn't start. I really was. I think uh, if Konate would have started, it would have been for Saturday's game against Spurs with Song and the Kane. Um, that would probably be a a, a a match that suited Konate more. I was a bit shocked. Not shocked, but I was a bit surprised. But I get why I clocked on him, but I thought Matic, Matic was kind of obviously a starter for today. So I, I was quite shocked when I saw that name. Yeah, you know, so,
1: know. so the interesting thing for me there is, I think if the Champions League final was this weekend, I think Kanate play again. Yeah, yeah there seems to be a pattern
2: that Canate really? plays in Europe yeah. yeah Matic yeah. plays in yeah. domestic.
1: Yeah, I think, Glam, don't
3: be surprised if Canate starts the final. I feel as if he, I think Klopp has gone with Kanate for the fight for the Champions League for the last few don't rounds.
0: I'll uh, be surprised at that. I'll definitely go Matic, man. It depends yeah, do, on do who do
3: it, is, though, isn't it? It, it depends. For example, if it's Vinny, um, if Real Madrid goes through, and if, if it's Vinicius, then you'd probably want Canate because he's got the recovery yeah. pace. yeah, um, yeah.
2: yeah. It's, 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 it's the positioning that will bother me.
0: Yeah, now I get you. And the I'll, occasion, I'll, I'll have to go Matip. I'll have to go Matip.
2: Oh no! I've just, I've just, I've just like. Matip is still the first choice for me. I do agree with Glam but I've just yeah I've just had visions of Vinicius getting in between Trent and Matip you boys, you anyway, and, oh.
0: But a uh, Champions League final I think you know I mean Conte's got many to come, you know what I mean young boy. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I can't overlook Matip.
2: I can't. Is um, there is that that aspect where as much as we're thinking about like Vinicius is is Matip a better match-up for Benzema? Because because of it being sort of better in the air and, and better with yeah, Benzema's not, back yeah. to the what goal. Canate was, was good in the air today. Yeah, oh, mm. no, yeah, Canate yeah. is really but good, yeah. I do. I just
0: do think he, like, when Matip was striding at like, coming out of defence, I think he's got, like, more experienced Canate position. In yeah, yeah, time, no, you're right.
3: You're right, definitely. Uh,
0: I, I some, get that spiral out. And in the final, I think Klopp surely trust Matip more, surely.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, let's wait and seeing it. Let's see who the opposition is first. Glad I've got a question for you, right? Go yeah, go on. Um, so I think Anton um, two two days ago he asked a question on the TLF account. I'm sure it was Anton, um, and he was like, "Oh, who was who? Who's been your signing of the season in the Premier League?" Um, and obviously, whenever a Liverpool fan said it was Luis Diaz, he, he would. I think it was him <laughs> yeah, again. I, saw that. I, saw I think that. he he would jump on that and be like, "Why the hell would Luis Diaz be like signing of the season and stuff?" Now. Yeah. I personally think, genuinely, it's a genuine shout for because I think he's revitalised the entire team. And I yeah. think if one signing can do that in January and perform the way he's performed and given goals and assists and performing the cup final and all that kind of
0: stuff, yeah. then it's then it's up for discussion. What do you think? 100%. 100%, mate. I'm, I'm, who, 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 do we, who do we bring in this summer? What, Canate? Um, who else Canate I and Diaz, that's it. Yeah, and Canarte has been a, a, a great signing. If you look around, you know, the shitty Maguires and the the, 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 the the past it for and stuff like that, then he's a great shot. But Diaz, in terms, of, in terms of candidates, for us, it's going to be Diaz, in it? Okay, whatever candidates on it, off top of do, my head, signing to the seasons, I'm thinking...
2: Do you know what? I yeah, think the Randall, other options...
0: has been a good signing. I, th- um,
2: I, th- I think the, jan- the January signings are the two in my head, Bruno Gamiraj and Diaz. Yeah, and, nah, and, but and Bruno, Bruno Diaz, so Bruno's
0: a yeah, while we'll yeah. to get a game. So it's going to be Diaz. And I'll tell you why it's going to be Diaz for me. I'm not even being biased. Just what far he said. Um, but it's the impact. It's the impact of the fact that from, you know... Okay, Bobby Firmino scored a hatchet when he came back from injury. We we don't I mean we don't miss players as what we usually would, and that is because this guy has come. He started off at Cardiff where they battered him, and I was like, "Fucking, oh, is this the game to actually play in him?" But he got used to, it. and from then he's kicked on. His impact—if anyone watches Liverpool and understands his impact—his impact alone has been massive. It's been that massive that we could do the quad. The fact that this guy is now part of the strongest front three. But like he's made it on Jota. Before he come, Jota was a shoo-in. Jota was, you know I mean, he's got 16 goals, is it, Premier League goals? Yeah. Um, in the, um, Premier League this season. Um, Jota was the man. Now, all of a sudden, Jota's a squad guy for us. you know what I mean? Jota's like, nah, 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 nah. Diaz has made that his own, and he had no right to. So I agree with you 100%. That's not a wild shout in the slightest. He can be the sign of the season. No no doubt about that.
2: Yeah, um, I, I, I think if City had maybe made a sign-in, and they'd come into the team and made a big difference. I think they'd be in with a shout as well. But I'm not someone that likes to give individual achievements for team achievements. But with this sort of thing, impact on winning is got to be the biggest box to tick for signing of the season. And Diaz matter, has had the biggest.
0: It doesn't matter whether you come in summer, because you can come in summer and show form in November, from December onwards. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. when you come. It's about your impact. Obviously, you, you're the sign of the season based on your impact for your team. You're not the sign of the season based on, oh, because you came that time and that time. We, you know how much games we played this year already and that we're going to play? Like We're involved in a lot of fixtures. What's, when the season comes, we can tally up Diaz's appearances and then see if it qualifies for but sign of the
2: season. Naby's played 36 games. Nabi has. Like, that's, that's how many magic. games we've played. That is mad. Yeah, Matic exactly. broke his record for the amount of appearances in the season. Like it's mad. Yeah, like no, Diaz is definitely a candidate. No doubt about it. Yeah,
3: yeah no. I, I just, I just yeah. kind of yeah. want to, I, I want to bring it up. Chris, obviously, yeah. you, you give your thoughts as well. I just want to bring it up because I feel as if we probably don't explain ourselves properly when we, when we say Diaz, and it's like that. like he's literally driven our team to another <laughs> level. The moment he's come in, like yeah. Yeah. I, I felt as if we were kind of like drying out a bit. In Jan, yeah. early Feb, and he's come and he's completely re-energized us, and he's taken us to another level.
2: Yeah, to be, I thought more neutrals would see that perspective because yeah. of the League Cup final. Oh, I thought they, that you completely
1: f- forget that when it comes to Liverpool, people throw all forms yeah.
2: of logic out the window. So, a hug, man. Yeah. especially um, I'm,
1: I'm just a Hater, he hates Liverpool probably because of me, but he's a Hater.
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's usually you.
3: It's, it's because of you that yeah, he comes yeah, up with the him. Again, I'm, I'm okay I, it, might, it may not be him, so if he listens and he starts having a go at me tomorrow, it may not be him, but I'm pretty certain it
0: was him. Because <laughs> yeah. I nah, no, bad we're grammar we're and we're punctuation.
1: So. likely to be him, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, you look at Trent, I mean, Kudsevsky, I think he's another good one in, in yeah. terms of how he he's kind oh, of the same similar effects for Spurs, in terms of re-energising their kind of top four ambitions. But, I mean, you, can be, you look at what Diaz has done. He's not only kind of injected himself into the team; he's injected life into Mane as well. Yeah, like yeah. the the Mane number nine thing is only possible because you have Luis Diaz on the left hand side to kind of mm-hmm. help with him in, in that position. And, and yeah, he's, he's he's so good. Like when I did that kind of so, yeah. breakdown on him on, in, in January, I thought, you know what? I think he can come in and make a decent impact. I don't think he can make the impact that he's done now. It's it is it's transformational. It's yeah. it's absolutely crazy because he has all the attributes of the things that we, you thought that we we one hundred percent lacked in terms of a option off the bench, but you know he, he delivers it even more when he starts. So I mean he, he's one hundred percent a candidate for the sign of the season because um, you know, you could say you know Arsenal fans are going to get really unique and say oh what about Aaron Ramsdale? what about Ben White it's like well, what about them you know
2: I mean? yeah that they, they they've they've done well in terms yeah. of the fact that they lost the first three games and everyone's like oh I'm still going to get relegated but like when you actually step back and look at the season uh, c- can can Arsenal fans really suggest that their players are in the conversation just because they've overachieved a little bit like you've got to remember that nearly everyone else in the league has been crap like yeah. bad bad so like you, you uh, uh, I'm I'm a big I was gonna say Arsenal fans. I mean, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I'm a big fan of like their team. I love a lot of their players. I like Arteta, but yeah, I think they have to hold hold that one a little bit and sort of say it's got to be really like the 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 way that City and Liverpool have performed this season, and Liverpool can put that down to a signing, then it's got to be him.
1: I mean, as someone who does shop at Zara, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of Nicola of and, and the lookbook that he delivers <laughs> on the sideline. Uh, <laughs> so that 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 has to be said. But no, I'm I'm, I'm in completely complete, completely agree with you guys. But man, uh, what what a night this has been, not only for Liverpool, what a night for Copenhaca, man. We've you know, yeah. in we, we've all been able to kind of I think this is the moment where you know as I get emotional, I think this is where it's all kind of clicked that. This team is one of the best that we will ever ever see. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it's weird yeah. they kind of taken get into the, the final of the most prestigious you know club competition in the world to kind of make you kind of sit there and think, "Wow,
2: or this even, is yeah, no, one facts, the best team we've ever seen." Even 100%. even if we don't get over the edge with the the quadruple, it's like the teams that have made three Champions League finals in five years they're all that that little short list is the list of the best teams in history so Barcelona, madrid right Barcelona, madrid ajax old milan that's full stop. i
3: think you they did it as well back in the day
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and look at that team that was like yeah. one of italy's best generations yeah. winning the world cup and half of them played for juventus you know what i mean it's yeah it's crazy
3: yeah, facts, and yeah, I'm yo, I'm gonna be there, so I'm I'm happy as Larry, mate. I, I, you hit the I, jackpot, I, man! I, I hit I, the it. jackpot, Chris. I know
1: I, I know, I know, I know. We joke and say that you know you only come on for the Hollywood appearances, but man, you know, there's no one that deserves it more, man. You put <laughs> the work in, you put the effort in, you know, both in and out of Coppin, and I'm I'm really happy for you, man. No, yeah, thank I'm, you.
2: Thank you. I'm 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 happy. Yeah, I'm happy to see people get into the finals, man. It's good to see. And I'm
1: I'm even more happy that you booked your hotel beforehand because just I almost had a a, a stroke Whoa. fucking looking at the um <laughs> the
2: prices before
3: we started recording. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've, I've seen me. the chat. I'm, I'm gonna read the text in a bit, but I saw something about fifty-two grand.
2: Wait, <laughs> 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 just just to go to just to go to Liverpool on the weekend of the final. It's one hundred and twenty quid for a premier in twenty miles away from the city centre. Yeah,
1: it's mad. That's it's mad. mad. <laughs>
2: oh, mad. Lenny, Henry, Lenny
1: Henry himself better be at that
2: premier Inn for one hundred and twenty quid, <laughs> <not
1: really>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: laying on the pillow next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um. Who you taking
1: from Man of the Match, by the way? Because I, I thought this was a really Ooh, interesting one. It's, it, it's so clearly Diaz. Just, just give it
0: Diaz, man.
1: Just He's yeah. the only one that didn't disgrace himself from that pitch.
2: <laughs> he's yeah. the only one.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, Diaz or... Diaz. Well, yeah, this coming be Diaz. Alisson again made another impeccable save.
2: Oh, that... You know you know when... Um, I'm not going to say he mucked up the pass. It never happened. But you know that when uh, Allison come out in the first half and sort of took out LaCelso. of yeah. like there's not there's like there's just no keeper on the yeah. planet that is brave enough to be like do you know what I'm just gonna put I'm literally gonna put my body on the line that wasn't yeah. uh, most other keepers would half-ass do it and give away a penalty and Alisson's yeah. just like I don't care if he kicks me in the face like I don't care I'm stopping the ball and yeah it's like yeah he's
0: you made some really key saves, but yeah, Diaz, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a problem, problem.
2: Do, do you oh, know God. what, like, I know, I know we've, like, eulogised about Diaz tonight, but do you know what the crazy thing is, like, you're talking about his dribbling ability, your scouting report that you've done. I never thought it would be this good. Like, I, just, oh, I, did, I, I never I, imagined I, I, I that he'd he, be he that good. I look
1: you think. It uh, could become good, but it will probably take time. You know, obviously, we, we always say, you know, adjusting to, to Klopp system, X, Y, and Z. But to have that literal instant impact as soon as he came on, and uh, you know, it was interesting. He said the card just because remember when he like kind of he looked like he'd done his knee in on that one yeah. tackle. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, like this, this is happening again. Like, you know, we talk about Vietnam flashbacks. It literally happened there. But but yeah, man, he's oh my, he, what a footballer! Yeah, yeah he's quality. He's We've quality
0: again. We've done it again. Yeah, he's quality, man. Absolutely. And, speak,
1: and speak, speaking of Alisson, by the way, it's it's crazy to also think that without his header against West Brom, we would be in this position.
2: Oh <laughs> no, facts. I know it's so it's so good that that will be cemented into history, and it won't just be something that we get to remember. That will be something that. That's the thing, man. It, yeah. that
1: that moment,
2: it will not be a footnote in history. It's yeah, you
3: it, know, is absolutely you, insane, man. You know when Everton call us the Devil's Club and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I slightly get it when you have moments like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah, I completely get it. To be fair, they were also sacrificing dogs at the weekend, so I mean...
2: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm myself when I saw that. I actually wet myself. It's like, you know, in
1: Jurassic Park, where it's like, what happened to the goat? It was kind
2: of like <laughs> kind of yeah, that yeah, moment. Yeah.
1: Jesus, oh it's bad, but hey, it must have worked. I mean
2: the uh... yeah yeah fair play to them. Fair play fair, to them. Fair. They they yeah, had a, they, they inherited the cop spirit for a game, the spirit that they mock so much, and oh it worked shock horror.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah man um but I'd like to i like, like to thank
0: Spurs for um making us move quick off of Diaz because obviously that was a summer target and you know they're 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 involvement to get him can you imagine that Spurs got Diaz we were going to get him in the summer
1: they somehow got it through and we saw him doing it for Spurs um, well, the funniest the even funnier thing was Everton really wanted him last summer
0: oh fucking you know, they're, they're embarrassing ain't they <laughs>
1: they're, they're embarrassing,
2: I'm bro. surprised imagine United didn't offer him 500 grand
1: we, we, we,
0: we'll be paying Grealish figures to get this guy do you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. well done man well done we done we done excellently well man. this guy is a superstar absolute super
1: super, super super talent man and the, the, the one thing I want to kind of like end on before we kind of just uh before we do sign off is it's just you, you saw it within within the players like in the post-match interviews and everything that's come out after the game that just how much that this moment means to them um yeah. considering everything that happened last season in terms of the injuries and just hearing hearing Virgil kind of, kind of talked you know it's crazy that I'm in this position now when literally last this time last year I wasn't playing football and I hadn't played football for nearly eight months and when you look at it through that lens just you know we take it for granted as, as supporters most of the time and it's only it's natural too because you know it's week in week out it's it's you know we do our um, well you know for the majority, the, the, well, not for the majority. Like a monotonous uh, a job, and this is that kind of release, and it was kind of what we could to expect week in, week out. But for these players, it's 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 their lives, man. It's what they trained so hard for, week in, week out. And you just to see kind of that overriding amount of emotion, that how much it means to you know, so Diaz crying after the game that he's in this position, you know how kind of sentimentally it's diverged. The passion of uh, of of Sadio, the the steel mentality of Mo, kind of saying that you know. Boy, I want to play Real Madrid. I want to get the revenge for what happened in uh, in, in Kiev, and just seeing so just seeing how much it means to those boys, it's just it, it makes you proud, man. You
2: know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I, I think you can see it now that they realize that they're a few games away from being like in the history books, not recent history books, not in our lifetime history books. That's gonna be like in that they look back. At the olden days And they'll talk about this team They won't even talk about the Liverpool team from before It'll be this team And that's, that is insane In the summer, I was arguing tooth for now That we were still the best team about And I would never have imagined That they, we were this close From literally being Possibly the best team In English football Full stop
0: Yeah, no definitely And just a quick note on that, signing off can you imagine 2021, Diaz uh, getting shirt number for Porto. 2022 fast track. He's won, he's won what? He's uh, gonna win. He's won a cup. He's gonna win. his opportunity to win other medals. Premier League possibly. Champions League final. I imagine, I, I could see why he was crying. Like, yeah. What, what? What? a lottery ticket, man. Yeah. And if you look at his story, it always come up as well. Um, you know when he got spotted and
2: that yeah he's he's in dreamland he's in dreamland. Do, do you know what that is? I think that's what's so like lovable about all our players is that every single one of them's got that little that little oh, story yeah. and like they, yeah, prop, they proper they proper deserve
0: it. We didn't buy stars. we raided Southampton or we raided yeah. Hull or Newcastle, we didn't like we didn't buy stars. No, like they became stars at like us, and that's what I love about our club. I really
2: yeah. do. Yeah, makes me proud he
1: take us home. You're not at
3: home. Hold on. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. He's I was eating. I'm eating myself. Um, no, no, no not, not yet. It's just warming up. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's mad to think where we were um, twelve months ago. Think about the dire straits we were in think about how me and Glam were arguing every single day.
1: Uh, we were getting packed in by Tony Khan, you know what I mean? We, we were getting <laughs>
3: packed in by Tony Khan. <laughs> Fulham were going into Anfield and taking three points easy. Um, and, and now we're, we're fighting on all fronts. We've played every single game possible this season. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're going to be in another Champions League final with possibly the best LFC team we've all seen um, in our lives. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a great time to... Um, be a red the, the season isn't ending anytime soon we've got another what eight cup finals really and truly let's see yeah. what happens but yo we're going to paris man may 28th
1: get ready yeah. f in wembley kef on francais it's um boy never been a better time to be a patron subscriber i'll tell you that so patreon.com forward slash cup <laughs> for sure and it's also yes. never been a better time to be a Liverpool supporter Six massive games left from now till the end of the season. Six cup finals in every single one of them. Immortality is achievable. Immortality is in grasp. But the immortality of this podcast will last forever. hope you've enjoyed listening to it. I've been your host, Chris, and I've been joined by Yak, Glam, and, of course, Hollywood Fahi. We'll see you with the weekend preview on Thursday. But until then, if you're not a paid subscriber, we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Enjoy it. Drink it in. And up the fucking Reds. Let's go. Let's go, boys.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.